Hey church, uh, this past week we started our Shaped uh, for Relationship series, and uh, on Sunday we were talking about marriage, and uh, I had just been working on this section in a talk uh, that kind of became something that, we, this is what this is, this is just a few practices that Crystal and I try to live into in our marriage um, that are hopefully helpful to you, and it's just a few of the things that we try to do, uh, but it seemed like people might be interested in hearing about these things, so It'll be kind of like just a list and a discussion on, on how these things work in our marriage. And uh, yeah, we just submit them to you. Hopefully they're helpful. Um, the first one is is, is being honest, truth telling. Um, basically, we seek to tell each other how we're, how we're doing, what we're feeling, and keeping each other honest. And that helps us from staying isolated or, keep, or keeping the enemy from isolating us against each other. Um, just... It's about communicating and and communicating clearly and us being honest with ourselves about, um, you know, where our vulnerabilities are and our weaknesses are, um, our insecurities. Um, we want to name those things because it helps those things have less power over us. And then when there's like a division uh, between us. Yeah. 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 And I think in, in part to just to have that sense of like transparency and mm-hmm. honesty of saying like, hey, here's what I was. Um, hoping from this time or hoping in this for in this moment or here's what I was expecting when we talked about this or um, you know I think a lot of times those kind of light bulb moments come after something has happened and you recognize like oh I'm kind of feeling a little bit upset here or um, unseen even and um, I think like you said just that that sense of hiddenness I feel like the enemy that's that's what he wants to use. You said isolation is yeah. what it was. Um, the enemy absolutely wants to use that sense of um, just those lies of you shouldn't bring this up. You're going to hurt their feelings. And then it's going to kind of snowball into division when really, I think oftentimes the opposite is true that when you speak these things before they're really amplified, yeah. what they're able to do is is to provide just um just a landing spot of, of where, you know, what's hard to hear is actually able to be received. Um, because just in being honest with each other, you know, we're not giving way to kind of hiding what we're really thinking or feeling and then letting that kind of perpetuate into bitterness and resentment and isolation and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I think it helps remove, assumptions and insecurities helps us to build trust with each other and we're not mind readers we need to know what the other person's thinking that's super helpful so that's the first one truth telling being honest uh the second one would be forgiveness obviously (laughs) uh forgiving each other uh, over and over again this is something that you have to practice and i think because christ first loved us and and forgave us uh, we too are able to forgive each other or even ourselves for some for things that we may have done so are able to and need to need to yeah for sure yeah um, you know, like I said, this requires work, conversation, communication, um, not just something that we do and move on from. It is, it is a process that we work through, uh, but we're able then to point each other to grace and to Jesus and to healing. Um, but we want to see each other the way that God sees it. I want to see Crystal the way that God sees her. And I want her to see me the way that God sees me. I'm not always good at capable of seeing myself the way God sees me. But we need to do that in order to, to make our marriage work and, and move on from these hurts. 
like we said on Sunday, there's just a friction. Yeah. Uh, it's like sandpaper rubbing up against each other. Some people more than others. And yeah. we'll just acknowledge that. Not everybody feels this like great amount of tension. Yeah. But it's going to be there simply because of the fact that you're you're joining two humans under the same household and kind of <laughs> working through this very kind of close connection relationship. And we so. feel that tension, I think, less and less as yes. time goes on. So, uh, but yeah, forgiveness. Yeah. Awesome. Number three. Yeah. Um, so third, I will say the thing about forgiveness. Sorry, I'm just That's tagging fine. on here. Let's do it. Um, one of the things with that is... Robbie mentioned just forgiving as Christ forgave. And so I do think that there is an element where when one person comes to say, hey, um, I'm sorry, um, that doesn't necessarily mean like your hurt or frustration just drifts away magically. Um, But I think letting kind of that reality of recognizing like, man, God has freely offered me grace and forgiveness and in my desire to to look more like him to be shaped like him um this is part of my my practice is to offer that freely um even if i'm not fully on board with it internally and then letting god deal with us um after we forgive somebody um to deal with what's left over so um so the third thing is it kind of comes similar to, to that. Yeah. Is um this could be number two part B. Right. Coming in repentance and seeking apology. So I feel like that forgiveness thing is when when you say, Hey, I did this, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, but that really comes with a sense of I'm taking ownership here and mm-hmm. I'm recognizing that um I did something and it hurt you, and I did something and it created offense. Um, between us. And so um, the thing about me, (laughs) I feel like, is I'm a very like fiery and passionate person. And um, that can have a lot of strength to it. And I recognize that at the same time, it also means that really I end up kind of putting my foot in my mouth more often than I would really like to admit. Um, But again, that's just kind of as I seek to be shaped by the Lord. Um, that's a practice for me to come to Robbie in repentance. This practice of, of being made low or being um, yeah. pursuing humility. Um, Philippians 2 talks about how um, how Christ humbled himself. And um, and so in in wanting to, to have my life look more like Jesus, um, that's a practice that I need to do is when I recognize um you know, that I hurt him, coming quickly to him, coming honestly, even if that means what I'm also bringing to him is kind of my ugliness to the table and being like, hey, I'm kind of kind of a monster here. I'm sorry that I did this. Um, right. But, yeah. So. Oh, so. Yeah. And that, that leads, that ownership leads to repentance and saying, oh, I see how this thing that I've done hurts. I need to be aware of that reaction in my own heart again. So can I, can I give that over to the Lord so that can be changed and shifted? Um, the next one would be, we talked about this Ephesians five, there's this mutual submission out of reverence for Christ. Um, and that looks like a lot of different things. Um, so I think, can I I share a little story? Um, if you'd like to, I didn't fully understand what was meant here. I realized that the sense of this word submission Ooh, it just rubs up against us. And I totally get that. Um, 
I didn't understand it when we first got married to the point that when we, when, in our marriage ceremony, we didn't vow to obey each other because I, again, this fiery, passionate woman, I um, didn't feel like I could faithfully speak that to my husband. Um, Cause what if I didn't agree? Um, but the Lord has just used Ephesians 5 um, and this verse in particular, Ephesians 5.20, to really just teach me what he actually means. So, Well, yeah, I, I want to be a person that Crystal would agree with yeah. and listen to. I'm down. Yeah, but I think, you know, 10 years on, it means, part of it means trusting each other's journey and experience and each other's walk with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Trust each other's words and challenge that when we bring something to the other one, that we're not uh, we're not out to get the other one. We 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 try to put those things behind us and say this is something we need to work through. Or if there's a, a decision or something that needs to be made, it's a, you know it's it's hey we trust that we faithfully brought this before the Lord and each other and and talked out all these things. So there's there's just a lot of trust there, and I think most importantly is working to meet the needs of the other person. So um, we're each obviously different people and, and have different love languages and working to meet those, the needs of that love language um, in each other. And, and sometimes those things shift. So learning to go with that and be flexible, but really say in regards to Christ, I want to love you like Christ loves you. How can I do that? I can't, I can't do it possibly as good as Jesus does, but can I do that well and, and know, and know the needs of you so that I can do my best to meet those needs. Um, That's what I would say. It kind of means to, to be you know, mutually submissive, I guess. Yeah. Well, and I think that key phrase there is out of reverence for Christ. Yeah. And so this thing of out of our kind of as we come individually in our relationships to the Lord, out of our respect for Christ and his kind of headship or leadership or kingship over our own lives, out of that, do we seek to then kind of outdo each other right. um, to, to kind of give give of ourselves to raise the other one up because we trust that the Lord has us individually, mutually. So that, that kind of liberates us, um, knowing that we're secure in Christ that liberates us or frees us to really be able to give for the other one, um, that, that together will both be lifted up towards Jesus. So. And that process requires putting down our pride, um, <laughs> which is difficult. But Crystal is more important to me than my pride. Uh, Crystal is more important to me than being right and correct. <laughs> um, her value is just obviously immense to me. So, um, and and I would hopefully for each other that works both ways is that we can put down our pride. We can put down these things because we know that we love and care for the other person more more than that. And so when we, when we empty ourselves of that pride. Um, good things happen. So, um, number, what a number are we on? I don't even six. Know. Six, maybe? Yeah. Oh, two, four, five. Yeah. There's a five. I think it's five. Five. I can't. Five. <laughs> um, we, <laughs> one of the, we want to encourage each other to seek Jesus. Um, encourage each other in the ways that we walk with the Lord as, as individuals as well. Um, because, again, like I said on Sunday, like, Jesus is able to meet Crystal's needs and ultimate needs far more than I can. And he's able to meet my needs more than Crystal can. And so we know that encouraging one another to get these times with the Lord will make each other better parents, better pastors, better whatever. Friends. Better friends. Yeah, uh, better husband and wife. 
Um, so here's something that might surprise you. We don't do a like a regular devotional together. Um, so uh, that might surprise you. Part of that is just kids and scheduling and things. Uh, but we no, do. Huh? We never have. Yeah, we, we never have. Um, <laughs> but I think that that's important because yeah. like that's a lot of what when it when it when it's talked about in the church as far as like a couple seeking the Lord together. It's these practices of, you know, having a regular time to pray together and yeah. a devotional together and that kind of stuff. And I think that those things are really, really meaningful mm -hmm. in a lot of marriages. That just hasn't been something, um, whether our own kind of walks were just not in sync or yeah. um, our time wasn't in sync. I don't Well, so. I think for us, like, when we trust and we know that we're, we're having these individual times with the Lord, then when we come together, we can quickly go to the Lord together mm -hmm. quickly. Yes. Um, we can say, Oh, we need to pray about this yeah. or can I pray for you? Or can we regularly be praying for each other? So that, that level of stuff is there. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. so there's just times when one of us needs more encouragement, encouragement than the other. There are times when one's more in the spotlight or, um, taking a back seat or behind the scenes, or we just, there's just times when we need to encourage each other. Mm -hmm. That's that's remarkably what it is. And so how can we take each other towards Jesus and show each other the gospel? And we've heard the gospel thousands of times. We need to hear it again. We need to know that Jesus loves us, is caring for us and working for us. And so when we do that, that makes those other times in our marriage easier. Uh, we're on the same page. We're more, more moldable. God is we're flexible for God to be able to work in these places and we're able to use our marriage uh, for God um, in, in more places. Yeah. So, yeah, and and even though that's not such a like formal kind of structured part yeah. of our relationship, I do feel like um, there is encouragement daily to seek the Lord, mm -hmm. um, and a lot of that does come to the fact that there's. I can't think of one aspect of our marriage or our life um, together, um, our parenting, our finances, all that kind of stuff that isn't just yeah. seen through the lens, or at least as best as we can, um, seen through the lens of, of you know, what is God doing here? What does he want to do here? How is he teaching us and using us? Where do we need to kind of let go um, of ourselves so that, what God desires, his purposes can come to fruition. Um, and so just even kind of that, that part of, of it's like anything that we discuss, it's not just between Robbie and I, like God is absolutely mm -hmm. present. Um, I think because of, of how the two of us are just seeking the Lord individually. Yeah. And so that just continues to sort of stir this pot of encouragement to seek God. There are certainly moments where, where things come up and it's like, have you prayed about that? Mm -hmm. Or, you know, mm -hmm. kind of how's your time with the Lord been? Um, what have you been learning? And we will ask that. Um, but I do think that daily encouragement comes because just that's, it's kind of the three of us who are doing all these yeah, things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the so. Lord's a vital part of everything yeah. in our lives. And we believe that is, Robbie and Crystal, not just Robbie and Crystal. So yeah. that's what we want to keep seeking to do. Yeah. So right, um, last one. the last one, um, and this is not, you know, exhaustive by any means. I'm <laughs> sure we could think of a many more, um, but these things just kind of rose to the top. Giving each other um, time and space in order to recharge. 
And um, that comes just out of a, a recognition of the thing of, you know, God has, has offered us as provision for each other um, in many, many ways. And at the same time, it would be pretty kind of just crazy for me to think of myself as, as Robbie's sole provision. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so there are times where it's like, I know he needs to, to just step aside and recharge or um, ideally getting to a point of just knowing him well enough to say, hey, this is an important part of, of how you're wired. I yeah. want you, I want to encourage you. I want to give you time. I want to just make whatever you need possible in order to be in a place where you're a place where you're able to be filled. Yeah. Um, and so. And vice versa. And vice versa. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, whether that's like um, kind of me, the kids are growing up a little bit, but when they were younger, there was a lot of like, parental need in the mornings, even while there was still sleeping going on. Um, so a lot of times Robbie would, would just kind of be with the girls so that I could get up and spend time with the Lord when it was still quiet. Um, for me, that's, that's on the times where I have the girls or times in the week where it's just been particularly busy or discouraging, or you just need encouragement. You need a fresh wind, (laughs) you know, um, and saying, just get out of the door. Like whatever's happening here at the house, don't yeah. worry about it. I'll take care of it. Or just you know, or go talk to somebody. Right. Uh, yeah. Go do it, go talk to another friend or or just have a conversation. Yes. There's good conversations that yeah. can fill us up. So. And ideally, that's not necessarily coming as like a hey, you're kind of grumpy. Like you should do this thing. <laughs> Although that happens. But but really more of a proactive sense of yeah. like, I want to care for you, and because I'm ideally having an accurate sense of what my, my place is, um, in your life as your spouse. Um, I want us to be able to lean in towards each other, to build in, um, build in the things and the people and and stuff that really God uses to meet us and to replenish us. So, I mean, I want Crystal to be the best Crystal she can be. And she wants me to be the best Robbie I can be. And that's what these times take. So, um, yeah, well, that is, that's kind of what the time we have. And we're grateful for you for, for listening. Hope these things will encourage you and, um, maybe you can use them in your own lives as well. But, um, yeah, we're so grateful to be able to share this part of our marriage with you and hopefully encourage you guys. So, yeah. Yeah. Thanks y'all. Thank you.